You're listening to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast with your host, Melody Spencer, a show where female entrepreneurs get radically honest about life and business. Today's episode is sponsored by Swiftly Social Digital Marketing. Swiftly Social helps people create a heart-centered digital marketing and Facebook ads strategy that gets you results. For a free video tutorial on how to grow your Facebook following by 10,000 or more, visit swiftlysocial.com. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Biz Babes with Soul. I'm your host, Melody Spencer, and I'm so excited to finally have my friend Natalie Bright here. She and I have been trying to schedule this for what feels like an eternity, Um, but I got to know her about a year ago on Facebook. I joined one of her Facebook groups and we became friends and you know, it's just been a cool experience ever since. I feel like a lot of us female entrepreneurs kind of have that experience of kind of cyber stalking people a little bit and getting to know them and feeling like you're already friends before you're friends. And that's how I felt about Natalie. So I'm excited for you guys to meet her. She is an intuitive business and life alignment coach, and she is so good at tuning into people's energy and into what's really going on in their hearts and their souls. And it's a real privilege to have her on the show. So welcome, Natalie. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, tell everybody a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, and it's funny because even as we were talking about like, okay, so what's your title? It's like, man, I don't know. What do you want to call me today? Because, you know, it's like, I think for me, I I like to try to explain what I do rather than like go by a title because there are so many different things um, depending on the day as to like what I'm all about. But yeah. um it short and sweet. I would say really um, my my most passionate thing that I do is I really focus on helping people to identify their gifts. So really helping them to kind of um, discover what their higher power purpose is um, and step like really step into that that gift and that purpose. I call it their medicine mm. um, so that they can really kind of activate their fullest potential and just really um, step into being able to create and manifest what they want in their lives and their businesses and really just kind of show up to the world um, as their fullest expression. So I do a lot with um, both life alignment kind of coaching and mentoring and things like that, where I work uh, pretty deeply in a lot of different realms of consciousness development. So I do a lot of different um, levels of working with the individual to really kind of um, blossom their their consciousness to new levels. Um, And then I bring that a lot into what I do with business coaching too, because the inner totally creates the outer. So it's you know, when it comes to business, it's so much about like getting that inner alignment happening so that you can show up and rock your business. Um, And so in the business realm, I do a lot with, um, I teach everything from how to build courses and programs and um, how to develop your service suite, how to develop anything in your business from ground up. But I also work on creating authentic strategies and systems for entrepreneurs and that kind of stuff. So I kind of do both realms of the inner work and the outer inspired action. That's awesome. So how in the world did you get into this coaching world? 
Oh my gosh. So funny. Um, literally like I, I was the kind of, um, person that stumbled into entrepreneurship. Like mm-hmm. I, I did not go into it of like, I want to start my own business. I totally just fell upon it. Um, and it, it pretty much started from just getting involved in, um, social media and getting involved in other people running businesses, like participating. Mm-hmm and other people's stuff that they were doing in their businesses that kind of like planted that seed of, oh, wow, this is possible for me too. You know, it's like, that's the, the beauty of social media. We get to see what's possible for ourselves. Um, and so it was a lot of just kind of uh, joining in on other people's creations and, and going through other people's programs that sparked the idea. Um, and then it just kind of evolved. Like I, I never really approached it and I still don't of like, like really getting attached to what type of coach I have to be or what type of business I have to run. I really let it stay fluid because my business has kind of like overturned and over evolved over and over and over again. And so it's kind of just been this like natural evolution, um, that's brought me to where I am today. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Cause I feel like there's so many people now who, they just want to create like little carbon copies of themselves and everybody does the same thing over and over again that it kind of feels ridiculous. Like, uh, Yep. <laughs> I know. I get really, honestly, even some days I'm like, I just need to stay off social media because this mm-hmm. stuff is really driving me nuts. <laughs> you know? I actually did two of the best things for my mental health this year, which was um, I log out of Facebook on my phone because my Samsung won't let me delete it. <laughs> and I use the Facebook feed eradicator in Chrome so that I don't see any feed. Yep. Yep. That is so smart. And that's, that is something that I practice a lot too, where I even have like on my phone, I have, um, the timer stuff on all my apps where like after I'm on it for a certain amount of time, it'll shut my apps down and stuff like that. Cause oh, it's wow. like, you know, it's, it's, it can become, I think, especially for entrepreneurs, if you're so immersed in what everybody else is doing, you really lose your inner compass and you lose your inner creator power um, and your, like your authenticity, you know? Yes. And I'm all about being authentic, but I mean, I'll admit to you guys listening that there have been times when I'm sad or depressed or stressed and I put up an Instagram post and I literally just sit there and refresh it. Because I'm like, I need that dopamine hit. I need that, like, who's commenting and who's asking me questions and who, like, that's so sick that we do that. I know, I know. And I think it's awesome that we're able to even sit here and talk about it and say, yep, I do it too. Because it is, um, it is an addiction in so many ways. Um, But I think just the fact of being able to see it is a way to kind of take the power away from that addiction, you know? Yeah, it is. And I'm I'm glad that someone else is kind of moving into that authenticity space Um, because I've said this before on other episodes, but I feel like there's two camps of entrepreneurs right now. (laughs) I feel like there's the Gary Vee people (laughs) who are like, you work yourself to death and that's how you get successful. That's the only way you can be successful. And then there's the 100% manifestation people and they're like, you don't do any work. You just sit there and will it to come to you and I feel like I'm very squarely in the middle and that's a very weird place to be because hardly anybody seems to be there 
Oh my gosh. That is such a good way of putting it too. And it's so funny. I just had a conversation with my husband this weekend about that very topic of um, the power of the mind and the power of ourselves to be able to manifest, but us missing the point of real true manifestation is an inner and an outer journey. And it's something that also requires action. Mm-hmm. And I'm very much the same way. I am, I have no fear toward action. I love action. I could take action all day long, <laughs> but I also love the, the manifestation realm. And I think um, there, there needs to be a balance between the two. Otherwise you have a bunch of people just hoping and wishing things into their reality and then being pissed off when it doesn't happen (laughs) or people burnt out and like totally exhausted and depleted, you know? And I think for me, I fell into, at least in the past year, kind of a mixture of the two. Like I worked really hard, but I also was like, okay, I'm doing all this work and I'm doing all this personal growth and it's not doing anything. And I just kept getting like sucked into this spiral. And now I'm at this point where I'm like, well, everything in my life is changing. And was it even worth it? Like, did I do anything? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it is, I think um, that's such a wild place to be because um, I know like even for the first several years of starting, like when my business was first growing and you know, those first couple of years, man, you are hustling. You better be hustling because you got to build that momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the first several years of my business, I was all hustle and all grind. And I was so disconnected with like joy in the present, like mm-hmm. just present and being happy in the now while building that future dream, you know, and I think that's kind of the goal is to not be afraid to do the work, but also to realize that like the purpose is to live in this moment and to, to feel joy and happiness and fulfillment in where you're at today, not just when you arrive at some certain level. Mm, That's so important because I think for so long, you know, I was keeping like a manifestation journal and I was saying like, okay, well, when I'm the the inevitable, like six figure, I hate that everybody brags about that. Like, oh, I'm a six figure business owner. That was the goal that I had in my mind. And then I was think when I finally thought about it, I thought when I get there, that's not going to make me happy. Yep. Yep. Because that's not the thing. It's just a thing that somebody else told me that I should want. Yep. It, I had a huge, like (laughs) last year, it was literally this February of last year. I had like a huge breakdown and then breakthrough because I did the same thing where I was like, okay, I'm going to hit these numbers and do this and do that. And I, I had established that I would hit a certain income amount by, I think I was going for it by like summer. And by February I had hit it already. And I was like, wait a minute, I feel no, no excitement, no connection to this number at all. I don't even care. And that was the moment where I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> something's got to shift. Um, and the, the focus, the focus needs to shift because I think a lot of times we get so wrapped up in the focus being on outcomes or numbers or tangible things we can achieve when we do that, we're, we're not left feeling fulfilled because it's not the thing we're after. We're after the sensation the thing gives us and we can activate that sensation at any moment in this present moment, you know? Mm. 
Yeah, that's, I think that's something people really need to hear. Because, I mean, I'm sure you see it, there really is, in the female entrepreneur world, this mentality of like, this is what success means. Yep. And it drives me crazy. So that's why I'll go ahead and ask you this. I've been asking everybody what success looks like for them. So what does that look like for you? Oh my gosh. Success for me is feeling ease and peace in this Mm. moment. That is it. That is is success. If I can say I feel utter peace and ease in this moment, then I feel successful. And um, so almost every day, like in my morning planning and journaling, I write desired feelings. Like what, how do I want to feel today? And almost every day I write down peace and ease because I know that from the space of feeling peace and ease in this moment, anything can grow, but it's when we, we take on other states of emotion of like scarcity or lack or, you know, fear, whatever, that is a really hard place to grow things from. And so I'm always after peace and ease and that's it. Yeah, I think that's one of the best answers I've gotten. I love a- asking that question because everybody has different answers. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, and it's probably really fascinating to hear what people's definitions are. <laughs> it really is because some people are just like, oh, just that I can sit on my couch and pet my dog. And <laughs> and other people are like, no, it's to make a million dollars. And you know, it's all different. And that's okay because we're all different people. Yep. Yep. That's really fascinating. That's one thing I actually, um, challenge my business clients a lot to redefine what success is for them. Um, to like strip away the definitions that maybe have been like placed on them or things like that. Cause I think just like what you're saying of like, you know, I was told, or I, I was made to believe that I should go after these numbers or stuff like so much of the definition of success, I think is taught, you know? Mm, Yeah. And it's interesting because this whole female entrepreneur world, when I first started working for myself, didn't even really exist Mm -mm. six years ago. It's all of a sudden, I've said this before on the show, but everybody and their dog is now a coach. I know, (laughs) I know, man, I know. And it's so, that's why like a couple, I don't know, like a couple weeks ago, I did a live video on what a coach really is because Mm. I was so fed up with like, seeing so much stuff in terms of like you this I'm a coach and I'm a coach and I'm a coach and I'm like dude you're not a coach you're this you're doing this actually because I think we're losing the meaning behind um what those those roles really entail and are yeah I I have a feeling along with my personal change I feel like there's going to be a shakeup online of like the true experts, I don't even know if I like the word expert, but the true like top people who are really like showing up authentically and doing things in a way that's not sleazy and and who are actually really good at what they do. Those people are going to rise to the top and I think other people are going to fall away because it's not an easy life style at all. It's not easy. The amount of time that I have spent crying on the floor or balled up in anxiety in the past six years has, I mean, that's the whole reason I left my regular office job and I just traded it for another (laughs) type of anxiety. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's one thing. Um, that's one thing I think about all the time is, you know, we see online all these like, I call them shiny pennies of like Mm -hmm. shiny pennies of, 
you know, build a life you love, build a life of freedom, of financial freedom, of, you know, travel the world, do all this stuff. And that's kind of like the very stereotypical way that um, online entrepreneurship is kind of painted and sold to us. Mm-hmm. But um, I think a lot of times, or like the whole like fire your boss, you know, leave your nine to five, all that stuff. It's like, but are you just like ex- escaping, you know, the corporate grind and the machine for another one, you know, and that's mm-hmm. one thing actually come up in a lot of conversations lately of like, um, some of the online entrepreneurship realms are actually just turning into another style of an MLM of a multi, oh, yeah. you know, and, and so it's like, kind of like looking at it of, are you trading one thing for something else and just calling it by a different name, but it's the same thing, you know? Yeah. And I think people are getting tired of that because I wrote uh, like a blog article about how everything I know about marketing, I'm totally rethinking because I'm just so sick of what I call like the marketing bros, uh, like, like the Russell Brunson, you know, no, no uh, disrespect to you guys if you happen to listen to my podcast, but I think you're great at what you do. I just don't believe it works anymore. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're shifting that paradigm big time. And I think this is such a good conversation, such a needed one, because business is changing. It's time. It's time to change. You know, we're in 2019. It's really time to upgrade the way in which we are doing things. And um, I think those who are willing to flow with that change are going to really thrive. And those that are resisting it are going to find massive challenge. Yeah, because there's been like a cookie cutter laid out for people like, oh, at least in marketing, it's been like, oh, you do this type of ad, you do a funnel, you know, you upsell them, you downsell them, you split them in a flow, and it's, that's how you make money, profit, but it's just, everybody's doing it, and it's just not working for people anymore, yeah, and it feels so sleazy. Yep, yeah, and that's the other thing I think, it's like, you know, I mean, we all get the messages of like pitching in our inboxes and, you know, people friending you and then throwing you right in Facebook groups and all the stuff that like, it's like everybody's seeing it. Everybody's seeing that it's happening. And so you better believe people are really um, starting to make note of what they're not interested in, in terms of those strategies. Yeah, absolutely. So for you, what has been your biggest struggle as an entrepreneur? Uh, really, honestly, I would say um, making sure that the choices I I make and the actions I take are in alignment with me. Because mm. um, just like what we're talking about, it's really easy to get very distracted by by what everyone else is doing. So I find more ease in that now than I ever have before. But I've, I mean, I've had to lose myself and refine myself. I don't even know how many times throughout my journey of like, hold on, BS, this is not me. Why am I doing this? Or, you know, like really calling myself in of like calling myself back to my truth of this is how I do it. And I mean, my, the, my approaches are very (laughs) kind of out there of like, (laughs) I don't, I don't take the normal path of strategy and system, um, especially for business. Like I teach funnels, but when people actually go through my funnel training, they're like, wait, this is a funnel because it's totally not what people call funnels. Mm -hmm. Um, or like I teach certain, you know, content and, and, and marketing strategies, but they're totally in a, a very, um, kind of wild, wild, 
wild, wild west method of let's figure out your way of doing it. Because um, I think that's the biggest challenge I've run into of like, wait a minute, why am I doing this stuff that doesn't fulfill me, that isn't even me, isn't my style? Um, and starting to just remember that my success will come the more true to me I am. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You know, I try to tell that to clients all the time. Like, yes, you should be doing this, but, you know, you got to show up as yourself and, you know, X, Y, and Z. And they just get so scared because that means they have to be vulnerable. And nobody wants to be vulnerable online because it freaks them out. (laughs) Well, and, and the other thing I think that's really scary, too, is that means that their success relies on them, not, mm-hmm. not a strategy or something that somebody else taught them that ultimately their success is on them. And I think that's terrifying for people to, to realize that it's my full responsibility. Yeah. And that's the thing that's difficult as a marketing consultant, as someone who well, I'm not really doing done for you anymore, because it's a time suck, but that's neither here nor there. Um, But yeah, ultimately, I can help shape their marketing, but it's really up to them to kind of lead it and to implement. And I think people don't get that. And so they're like, oh, this campaign failed or whatever. And I'm like, well, you didn't have, you didn't have me write the content. You had sucky content or you didn't show up every day or you weren't consistent. People don't want to take responsibility for their own actions. (laughs) Yeah. It, it, well, and that goes back to even that whole manifestation thing of like, let's just do it and hope that, you know, these wild results happen. It's like, dude, for those wild results to happen, you better be putting in the leg, you know, the work, like get in there and do it yeah, because it doesn't happen. <laughs> it's like that story. I feel like I just heard the other day about how like the guy went to church every day and he prayed that he would win the lottery, prayed and prayed and prayed. And he did it for months, and then God came down and said, hey, uh, you know, I want to help you win the lottery, but you got to go buy a ticket first. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's so good. Yeah, Yeah. it's so true. So, ladies, if you're listening, which I hope you are, uh, you've got to put some work in. You can't just hope and pray it's going to work. And I know I've you know, as we were talking about being in those seasons of like lack and scarcity, I know I have worked with coaches or bought courses or done things because I was in a moment of freak being freaked out. And I thought this will fix it. This is the bandaid. And then that came back to bite me later because I was like, I didn't even look at that course or I hated working with this coach. And now I'm out like, you know, $5,000 or, you know, whatever. Like it just sucks. So don't make those mistakes. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's such a good lesson too of like, especially, you know, I'm sure you're well aware of this, of like the fear tactics in marketing of like, oh my gosh, yes. You don't buy this from me, then your word's gonna implode on itself. You know, it's like so insane, like so much fear put into sales tactics nowadays too, on top of it, where it's like, I think that's just further you know, convincing people that in order to create the success they want, they need this like external thing to create it for them. And again, it's, it's making them not realize that it is their responsibility. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. So 
for your uh, morning practice, what does that look like? And how do you kind of get into flow before you start your day? Yes, that is like my most important, crucial time of my day. Um, and so I, like my morning practice usually ranges anywhere from one to two hours. Now, of course. Wow, I, that's yeah, so I, you. I mean, I usually do an hour, but two hours. Whew, good job. Well, and I'm the type of person where I do not like to rush. Um, rushing stresses me out. And so I always leave plenty of windows of very um, spacious amounts of time. So even if my morning practice is two hours, part of that practice is getting ready for the day. <laughs> so I treat even like my getting ready, like, you know, taking a shower, taking a bubble bath and, and getting clothes and all that stuff. That's also a part of my practice because the whole process of preparing for the day is my practice. And so with that, um, you know, I usually start off with, I, I use uh, Daniela Port's planner. So I start off with my planner. I get really nerdy. So I love like stickers and markers. And I, I have literally like a tote bag for my morning alignment with all kinds of supplies in it. I love and, that so much because I have so many journal supplies too. Yeah. I'm such a nerd. Like you would yep. think I was a 10 year old girl because I've got like stickers and markers and paint yep. pens and oh yeah I miss <laughs> but it, it it's aligning it's fun it makes the whole process fun so you probably have no problem showing up to it daily because it's exciting you know yeah. So, yeah um so I do all that I do planning in my in my planner and then I usually do some sort of uh like reading and then I do um what I call studying where whatever I'm currently reading is like on my my personal curriculum of what I'm studying. So I'll mm -hmm. take notes off of it. Um, I usually will do some sort of like intuitive writing or um, I'll do visualization or energy work. I usually will do a little bit of body movement like yoga. Um, sometimes I'll even do like tarot cards or, you know, every day is really different. Um, energy clearing, whatever. Kind of, it's, it's a lot of just kind of tuning in of like, what do I need today? And what practice is going to support fulfilling that need? Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, just kind of aligning my entire morning in a way of uh, kind of like embodying the way I want to feel that day. So really filling my cup up so that when I go to them pour out all day long, I don't end up pouring from an empty cup, you know? Yeah, that is so important. So I usually don't skip my morning practice every day, but today I woke up stressed and I was like, oh, I have all this stuff to do. I was like, I'm just going to skip it and I'm going to go straight to work. And I had such a grumpy day. <laughs> I was like pissed off about everything. And yep. I, I feel exhausted. And I'm like, oh, I didn't do my journaling and my meditating and all that. And they yeah. chose. Yep. Lesson learned right there. I know that's, uh, and it's funny because like I never was somebody that was like very, very dedicated to routine until I started doing a daily alignment practice. And I don't miss mine. Like I don't, I did it last because last year was when I first started, um, my morning alignment and I didn't miss it once last year, even like I legit took my alignment tools with me on vacations. I took them <laughs> like even during holidays, I did not miss a day. Um, even if it ended up being 10 minutes or something, you know, like I don't care how long it is, but it better happen at some point. Otherwise I'm not pleasant to be around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh gosh, that's so good. 
So I know you said you love reading stuff for personal development. What are you reading right now? Oh man, right now. So what I kind of what I did this year was I'm setting myself up where each quarter of the year I have kind of like my personal curriculum of these are the things I want to study and learn about. So these are the books that I'm going to be studying. And, That's and such reading. a good idea. I like that. Oh my God, I love it. It's so fun. And so right now I'm actually reading, um, I'm studying Carl Jung. And then I'm also dabbling into human design. And um, I have, oh my gosh, I got this new book that, oh, I'm going to butcher the name. It's um, Dark, or what is it? Light Magic for Dark Times. And it is a book of nothing but practices and rituals and all kinds of cool stuff. So I just started that one too, to bring in like some new practices and stuff. Um, Ooh, so yeah, I like I, that. Oh, I'm going to have to check those out. I love the idea of breaking it up into different themes, almost like you're in school. I enjoy that. Exactly. Exactly. And I like always loved school, like in terms of learning. And yeah, so me too. Yeah, when pretty much everything I study then gets somehow applied into my business anyway. So it's like, I always have content to talk about because I'm always growing and learning stuff or thinking about something. So it always trickles in. I love that. Awesome. Well, this has been such a fun conversation. Uh, Yeah. Tell everybody where they can find you if they want to, you know, learn more about you and maybe work with you and all that. Yes. So I hang out on Instagram a ton. So I'm under I am Natalie Bright on Instagram. And then my website's just NatalieBrightCoaching.com. So you can go ahead and hunt me down on those platforms. Yeah, you guys should check her out. And I don't know if you still sell them, but she used to sell some beautiful crystals that are gorgeous. I still do. I actually have not restocked the shop since i did a big sellout <laughs> so I need to restock it but yes I still do <laughs> the, the necklace I got from you is like gorgeous I love it I wear it all the time oh, yay, thank you <laughs> awesome well I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I did and until next time we'll see you bye thank you for joining me for the biz babes with soul podcast don't forget to like subscribe and share with your friends To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.